Is what now with what now? I'm a Corporal's back is like really, really bad. So oh. I, it's crazy because I had a show for doctors, uh, like for neurosurgeons, like some of the top doctors. They did a private show on Saturday. Yeah. And, and I asked them, I asked, I go, Sean, I'm, I'm going to get these guys. They're like back surgeons, spinal fusions, like some really, really high rank guys, Harvard, you know, MIT. Like, so I like cornered them afterwards. And I, and I, and Sean, I gave Sean a list of things, what to say. They basically said that all the stuff he had done, you can't undo it. And now he has to like stop thinking there's going to be a cure doing one thing. He needs to like, dude, it was crazy. I mean, I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, so the, basically they told you, hey, there's nothing we can do now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking poor guy, man. Uh, For some reason, my thing isn't rotating. I don't know what's going on. So I, well, I went to drop my kid off yesterday. I was having like a good week. It was Monday. It was nine o'clock in the morning. So, and then I'm on, I'm on my phone. I drop, I drop her at school. And I look at a couple of cold things, put my phone down, turn it off, I turned to the right, I pulled out right into a car. Oh, yeah, my fault. And I'm like, and of course, the lady wasn't in it, uh, but she came out and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, how do you want to do this? I look over, I'm thinking it's going to be like you know, a thousand bucks, you know, but I don't want to, I just got my insurance down because I haven't got, I haven't got an accident in like five years. And I was, but when I first got here, I was doing like, I never went to driver's ed. I lived in New York for 15 years. You don't get caught. Right, right, right. So, so your driving experience is pretty limited. Yeah. So I came out here and I was just getting ticket and accident ticket. So finally, like, you know, thanks to Adderall and some other uh, things, I wasn't getting into any accidents and I got it lowered. And right when I called to get it lowered, which was like three days ago, uh, got into an accident. So, I'm like, so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take care of this out of pocket. Just let me know how much it costs. She comes back, it's like $5,000. I'm like, all right, I guess we have to go through insurance. And she's a big director in Hollywood, of course. I like, oh. so, now, so now my mind goes to, well, maybe she'll be like, because I was very nice about it. Maybe but she, she, was, she was cheering me up. She's like, don't worry about it, it's okay. And I'm like, no, this is so stupid. Maybe she'll be on set and be like, we need a guy who's in an accident who feels terrible. I know right who to call. <laughs> like, my mind goes to like, Not usually how that goes, but I get it. But yeah, man, it was it was cra- that, that that was crazy. Uh, meanwhile, so my my uh, my daughter, um, what was I gonna say? The other day, she caught me talking to myself, which happens all the time. I'm always talking. She goes, "Daddy, why are you talking to yourself?" I'm like, "Cause I'm in therapy." Um, and I, <laughs> like, what do you want? Hey, listen, that was a fairly safe answer. I can see your mind wanting to say some other shit that she would have repeated and like yeah. got you in trouble. <laughs> Then like also because your mother hates me, <laughs> like just like any stupid dumb thing gonna come out of your mouth. Jeez! All she wants to now watch now is Angelina Ballerina, right? Which is about a mouse who does ballet, and okay. it's like, and it's like the most. I just can't. It's like thirty hour every. Uh, she she memorizes the whole. She knows every every word to every cartoon. 
Sure. So there's this little other cartoon called Kicks about a soccer team. It's not a cartoon. It's a, it's a show. At least it's a show, but it's a family show. So I just put it on. And she's like, what is this? So I'm like, Angela the Ballerina. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, no, the, the mouse comes out dancing pretty soon. Right? But like, it's obvious. And my daughter just said, like, anything to have a different show on. Dying laughing. She's like, wait, there's no mouse here. I'm like, no, there it is in the corner. Look, it's doing ballet while they're playing soccer. She thinks this is the funniest fucking thing. Meanwhile, I took her to soccer practice today, right? She goes to soccer practice. She starts doing like spinning in the middle of the field. Like everyone's <laughs> kicking, scoring goals. She's seeing if she can make herself dizzy. Uh, I'm like, what? Dude, I've always said when a kid likes to make themselves dizzy, that kid's going to party later. <laughs> I mean, because I was that kid. I love to get dizzy when I was a kid. Let me tell you, that she's your daughter and she, she likes it. She likes to get a little out there. So I mean, you, you know, and it's, it's too bad she doesn't. Listen, when you talk about your daughter, all I think is I, I wish she realized how good she's got it. Because you guys have her in every program. You take her to every event. Like, she gets to do everything. And to her, that's just life. You know, that's just life. She gets to do everything. And it's too bad that she can't. I'm sure, I hope later in life she realizes how great you and your wife go out of your way to make her life. And you deserve a lot of credit for that. Thank you. It's hard for my wife, though, because, like, we, we play Barbie. We would do all this stuff. And I, I have all the – everyone has a character. And I, it's, like, basically, like, a long-form improv game. You know, like – an improv game, like one thing happens and you have to keep mm-hmm. going. So the baby, I'm like, one her little barber's asleep. And then I go, hey, wake up, blah, blah, blah. So then we wake up and then I'm like, let's sneak out. And then the mom comes and then, what are you doing? And then we go back. And then, another, and then Mickey Mouse wakes her up. So then I find other ones to wake her up. So this just keeps going, this long form game, right? But like my wife, I'm not saying she can't compete, but she doesn't have like 20 years of <laughs> to do this, you know? Yeah. So, Mom's not the entertainer. Dad is. So, so my priest always so my father's like, I want daddy. No, daddy to play. Where's daddy? Daddy wants to play. And I'm just like, I'm like, no, 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 go, go play with mommy. No, you. I want daddy to give me a bath. No, she, she knows she gets a bath with me. It's like Elmo and playing with Abby, and they have put on a show, and then the water comes and they drown, and then this one comes and saves them. I, I you know, I do a whole. It's it's a seven hour puppet show, literally. Jeez. Anyway, let's talk about fights. Wait, wait, wait. I do have to tell you about this weekend. So on Friday night, I'm in Vegas for the weekend. On Friday night, I do the Dirty at 1230. And lately I've been performing. I have this, what am I, you know, you have, you get certain pieces of clothing and they're just like your favorite because they fit well and they look cool and you kind of like, okay, so I have this t-shirt from the Hello Mega Tour that has like this like fucking like Bronco with horns blowing, you know, fire and smoke and shit. And it's a hilarious, I, I think it's a hilarious shirt. So I, I, I just think it's cool. And so I wear it on Friday night for the Dirty 1230. And then on Sunday, I do two shows at the Las Vegas, at the LA Comedy Club, at the Strat, and then this, this bar show that I had agreed to for some reason uh, when I didn't realize I had to get up early to fly back. And so, uh, and so I do that show. And I decide I had another outfit planned, but I was like, fuck it, I'm just wearing the T-shirt again. So I wear the T-shirt again. <laughs> Then everybody posts the pictures from these shows on Monday. So that it looks like I only own one shirt <laughs> to wear to every fucking show. It's like the Dirty at 1230, I'm in the shirt. The LA Comedy Club, I'm in the same stupid shirt. The, the stupid bar show, I'm in the same fucking shirt. And so it looks like I just don't own any other fucking shirts. So I was like, oh my God, I gotta buy more show clothes. This is fucking old. Yeah, I hope so. Please send me your fun shirts that I can wear on stage because apparently I don't own any. 
So are you following uh, a couple things? So are, are you? Uh, so I, you know, Jake Paul posted. I'm now doing grappling. Oh, what should so I? So great. So I put. How about a clean urine sample to you, Usada? Usada, so great. That was one. Every now and again, you really hit the bell, man. And that one was a dinger. Jake Paul liked it. <laughs> Fucking Jake Paul liked the joke. But so I don't know if you're following this Kanye West, Pete Davidson, that stuff. That you oh follow. yeah, oh yeah. I saw the post of text when he goes. All right, when he recently wrote like, "Where are you?" And, he, and he's, he's like, "In bed with your wife." Oh, it was the best. So. Yeah. And then Elon Musk called out Putin to a fight. Cool. Because I guess the whole thing is they wanted Elon Musk to not put internet in Russia, in the Ukraine right now. He said, no, fuck that. So he's like, you know, these people deserve internet. So now they're, they're in a fight. So Jake Paul. Yeah, because didn't he like move like some satellites to make sure they could have internet in the Ukraine that couldn't be taken out? So now Jake Paul put for his new organization – $30 million in escrow, guaranteed. $30 million to Kanye, 30 to Pete Davidson as the undercard of Putin versus Jake Paul. Well, I mean, no, a Putin versus Elon Musk. Winner gets Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, when Jake Paul is solving the world's problems, we've really fallen off the beam. I think, you know? I think Putin destroys Elon Musk. He's like a judo champion or he's a, he's a black belt, allegedly. In, in Taekwondo. I think he killed Yes, him. but you have to remember, it's like Elvis was a black belt too. You know what I mean? Like, it's different when you're training with guys who know they have to let you win. I, I've seen Elon Musk and I've seen Putin. I, I hate to say it, but I think Putin. You think Putin takes him? And a fight. Listen, I don't think Elon Musk, I don't know exactly, I don't know how Elon Musk, I, as far as I know, I don't know that he has any training whatsoever, but I also know that no one is actually punching Putin in the face. Okay, and we all know you got a great game plan to get punched in the fucking face. So that would be the one X factor that I would throw into that equation. Yeah, I think he's. I've seen Putin actually throw people in those those clips. You know, uh, him doing. Of course, because they're paid to be thrown. Elvis used to throw his bodyguards too. Dude, if you want to see something funny, I and I think they're on YouTube. Find old Elvis doing karate clips. Because they are fucking hilarious. Because the poor security guards, they go, ha, and just like keep the hand out there. And then he like grabs it. All right. and then, like, All right. I almost can't do karate. I still think Putin fucks up Elon Musk. I hate to say it. Because uh, I would like Elon Musk to win. Obviously, I'm rooting for Elon Musk. Now, uh, $30 million to Kanye is nothing. The guy's like a billionaire. To, or to Putin. Or to Elon. To, but to Pete Davidson, it's a lot of money. I, mean, I think he's making like two fifty a year on SNL. I'm sure he makes money on like movies and stuff. I don't think he has thirty million dollars. I'm pretty sure he does by this point. Yeah. You think so? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He He's just had so many opportunities to do so many other things. You know, when you get to that level, it just becomes cumulative. There's so many gigs that we're not aware of. Million billionaires paying him, you know, three million to do a private show here and eight million to fly here. Let me. I'm pretty sure by now he's probably accumulated somewhere in the tens of millions. I don't know. I mean, he he's uh, he lives at home with his mom in Staten Island. <laughs> I think that's just a choice. That's just easy because he's probably never fucking there. He probably mostly just lives wherever the fuck he lands. I know he lived with Ariana Grande for like three months. He only does indie films. And SNL doesn't, doesn't pay that much. It pays a lot, but doesn't pay like, he's not making a million enough. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I think, who do you think wins the fight? Kanye or Pete Davidson? I think 
I think Davidson might win the fight, though. Uh, well, physically he has the advantage because he's longer and has the reach. So, I mean, yeah, if he trains a little bit, he learns how to use his fight, and, or rather learns how to use his legs and learns how to throw a decent jab, there's no reason Kanye should get, even come close to him because I'm pretty sure Kanye's like 5'7". And, and so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they both aren't passing the drug test, but this is a good fight. This is actually – I think Kanye wins the rage factor. He probably got in a lot more fights growing up. But as we know, Rage Factor works against you. You know, the guy who's cooler is going to have a better shot. He's just going to back up and tag you. Sometimes. Sometimes that Rage Factor, you land that one that one good punch. Um, I don't know. I think, again, it will come down to who actually puts in the time of the training. It's never going to happen anyway. But, yeah, we'd all love to see it. But it reminds me of Bully Beatdown. Remember those guys would be like, oh, once I see red, it's looking over. And then the other guy would be like, okay, but I'm, you know, and that's it. So range factor versus actual <laughs> fighting abilities, you know. They're fighting amateurs versus amateur, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a, that's what I'm saying. If one of them actually puts in the time and the training, that I think would be the decisive factor in that. But it's never going to happen. This is fantasy land. Although, to be honest, I would pay to see that fight over any Jake Paul fight ever. If I'm going to see amateurs, at least as amateurs I want to see. Kanye versus Pete Davidson. Yeah. Never uh, going to happen, though. Now, Eagle FC, do you watch that at all? No. Okay, well, I'll tell you what happened. Diego Sanchez versus Kevin Lee happened. I got to say, uh, Diego lost 30-27, but looked good. Had Kevin maybe even hurt a couple times, had great kicks. Uh, that, it shows you how bad that coach was, that horrible coach, Fabia, who had him like and, – and I thought Diego was – Oh, right, who had him like, take you, like hitting him and stuff upside down and whatever. Yeah, because I thought Diego was going to be – because during the, the, uh, the weigh-in, Diego was, let, was chanting, I'm a virgin. He kept yelling, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think he has kids. I think he meant, like, I'm a new fighter. This is my company. Oh, an Eagle FC. He's a virgin to Eagle FC. Is that what he was saying? He, like, this is a rebirth. He's no longer under that spell of that psychopath. I mean, there's a lot of things you could look into that, right? But just but, uh, if, but, if I, I think the most likely answer is he doesn't know the definition of the word virgin. <laughs> also, like, if I'm just like tuning in for the first time to fights, and one guy's just yelling, "I'm a virgin," I think he's read it on a bottle of olive oil and was like, "I'm slippery like a virgin. Look at me. You're not gonna be able to touch me. I'm virgin like olive oil." Like, I don't think he knows what it means. So when he started yelling, "I'm a virgin," I'm like, "Okay, this is gonna be the same bullshit. He's gonna come out. He's gonna it's gonna be terrible. He's gonna get knocked out in one round." He he put up. It was a good competitive fight. Uh, now. Part of me is like, well, what's wrong with Kevin Lee? Why isn't Kevin Lee just destroying him? That this was a mismatch on paper, basically. Unless we're not talking about, you know, 15 years ago or 10 years ago, Kevin Lee looked fine. Uh, I think he tore both ACLs in his fight or something. It was like, but he looked okay. Um, people said he, he, looked <laughs> he looked okay. He broke. He tore both ACLs and he looked okay. I mean, I, mean, I, I find it very hard to reconcile those two thoughts. <laughs> But, Kevin Lee looked good. He blew both ACLs. He's never going to fight again. But he looked pretty good. He got the win. Like you, it was a competitive. But I had to sound off because I was watching it like at a show or something. I was uh, something was going on where I, I couldn't really pay attention. But uh, like totally. But Kevin Lee, people were like, Kevin Lee sucks. Kevin Lee's awful. Kevin. No, it was that that fucking crazy trainer had Diego brainwashed, where he looked so bad that your expectations were so low. 
that this was how Diego was supposed to be fighting these last couple fights. Uh, so when he actually has a real camp and a real people around him that know how to fight or know how to coach. So I don't know if Diego's done. I, I kind of, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what, where the end game is. Hopefully it's soon because I don't want to see Diego take any punishment, but it was a good fight. Uh, He's one of those guys like Darren Elkins that you're just like, listen, I, I, I respect the fact that you're a fighter and you love to fight. But you're taking a lot of damage. Your skin is destroyed. Your face, you know, like, uh, you know, if this is what you look like on the outside, I can only imagine what you, and maybe their thinking is, look, damage done. Might as well make another check, you know. But at a certain point, I mean, you don't want to see them take any more damage. And that's what it, and both those guys, you can tell they've just taken a ton. I mean, the other guy's name is damage. I mean, you know, it's like you just know what's going on. So uh, Gary Tonin won championship. So he's a guy who's one of the best in jiu-jitsu in the world. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. He's been killing everybody. He went up against this guy, Tan Lei, who's a fighter, a good striker, and he went for a heel hook, a knee bar, and he just got fucking, like, wrecked. Uh, he got knocked out on the ground, which is like, you've never seen that happen to Gary Tonin. So then Ryan Hall was Tan Lei's coach. And Ryan Hall and now are Gary, they have a big feud. So, uh, but Gary right away was like, hey, fuck you to Ryan Hall because Ryan Hall like said, hey, that's how you defend, you know, buy my, I have a new book out called How to Defend Heel Hooks or something. Like, because <laughs> Ryan Hall is the one that just like, he rolls that roll attack, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. So he was training the other guys. So Gary on, Inst on Instagram is letting it all out. Uh, people say you're beating a dead horse and he just kept going. But, you know, Gary, will, he'll, he'll, he'll be back. But, man, it just shows you that, like, you know, you got to be really – even if you're a leg lock specialist, you got to be careful when you're doing that shit in, in, in the octagon. When people, when yeah. there's, there's no punches in jiu-jitsu. So you right. can do all kinds of stuff. Do you watch the UFC fights? I did. I watched the main card. All right. Ankalaya versus Santos. You know, people uh, – Oh, what a boring – boy, what a disappointment that fucking fight was. I'm glad Santos lost. The fuck, dude? Fight this guy. He backed up the whole day. Now, granted, the leg kicks were effective, but he turned them into nothing. Fucking yep. fight, dude. And, and the thing is, is that people were like, now there was a good article John Morgan wrote, I believe, saying that Ankalaev looked good, but he didn't impress you the way that guy, Jury Paul Tvonovich, that, that guy, Jury, the guy with the crazy hair that just like has been smoking everybody, just like, knocking everybody out. Um, I thought Uncle Ayab looked fine. I think Santos is a dangerous fighter. I think that somehow he turned into this guy who just waits to knock you out. And that style of fighting doesn't work if you want to be, I mean, because you look at like the Black Beast, who's like the best at that. Eventually, yeah. guys are going to figure out to stay away from your power hand. And then, and then what? Um, I feel like in some ways, Santos is like regressed as a fighter. He was like looking great for John Jones, and he's lost three of his last four. I don't understand. No, that. you're right. He was tentative. He wouldn't. He he spent the entire fight backing up. He had one moment where his power took over and it proved that power is the great neutralizer if you could get there. But then he wouldn't let it rip. He wouldn't take shots. He just kept looking for the opening. It wouldn't come open because you know Angelov is smarter than that. And so he just never let it rip. And so he ended up looking terrible. I mean, he just looked fucking terrible. The yeah. audience was bored. I was bored. I think he won like one round on one guy's cards. Like it was fucking garbage, man. I was just like, this is not the fight I expected. This is the fight that anybody expected. Like, 
And it wasn't a fight anybody expected for Anklin. Anklin didn't even need to take him down, which everyone's expecting. Sambo, take him down, you know, heavy blanket him, bear, you know, bear hug him. And instead, he just stood there and was like, all right, if you're not even going to try, I'm just going to back you down and fucking tag you up all day. All he cost Anklin was one leg. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens, though, when you have a guy with a lot of power just waiting. You know, that, that happens all the time. I, I thought Anklin looked, looked fine. I think he looked fine. Uh, I think that, you know, the guy's undefeated essentially for like, he lost basically one second of a fight. One yeah. of a fight where he got triangle, where he was up 10 8, 10 8, and I can't, he lost for the last possible second to Paul Craig. Um, Sang Yedong, uh, man, oh. I'm telling you, it used to be that these, a lot of these Asian guys were great, but they didn't have the power. That's yeah. And that's changed. This dude, uh, like I said, like Yedong exploded all over this guy's face. Uh, Marlon Morass. I like Marlon Morass. Wait a minute. You gotta, you gotta love though the way, like on the Chiron at the bottom of the thing, it was Marias versus Song. They oh, did yeah. not put Yadon on the fucking Chiron. <laughs> I was like, come on, guys. It's his name. Just fucking put it on there. They should have fun with that. Like, I, I know when uh, in Bellator one time they had the guy's thing was has 14 brothers and sisters. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> what a credit. But like, what does that mean? He yeah. got a lot. What if he's the oldest? Like, like what? That what, his parents fucked a lot. That uh, my favorite ever on the cry. You ever watch on Tucker Carlson when he had uh, the the lawyer uh, Abenacci on? I'm gonna go ahead and say no now. Yeah. Okay, well, he kept calling him creepy porn lawyer. You know the uh, what's your name's lawyer? The girl, the the porn star. Start my name was lawyer. right. Okay, so for months he's like. Creepy poor lawyer. That's all he referred to him as. See, so finally he came on, the lawyer, right, to have a debate with Tucker, right? The whole time, whoever did that, what, right, like, will creepy poor lawyer run for office? And then they put uh, CPL. Is CPL going to come back? Is the creepy porn L? Like, they just, the guy was having so much fun because he was like, do not call me creepy porn lawyer. I'm walking out if you call me creepy porn lawyer. And then at the end, Tucker was like, bye, creepy porn lawyer. Just, I, it was crazy. Um, it was nuts. I almost thought it was, it was going to be like, you ever see that uh, the football player uh, with Jim Rome back in the day? Uh, he had the same name as like a tennis player. It was, uh, it was a female tennis player. Uh, oh, Chris uh, Everett? Yeah, Chris Everett. You ever watch that thing with Jim Rome? No. Okay, so they had Jim Everett on. And Jim Rome kept calling him Chris Everett, like to like. Oh my God, what an idiot! So fucking, what's his name? Was like, if you call me Chris Everett one more time, I'm gonna fuck you up, right? This is during the interview. He goes, okay, Chris. He gets up and just like smacks him in the. Oh face. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The table on him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the best. That was one of my favorite times I've ever. I, I yeah, could, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. That was nuts. And then there was a time one time, you ever see when Hulk Hogan, when he, when he choked out, I think it was, Her was, was it Geraldo? It was somebody on, it was somebody had like their own talk show. And uh, Hulk Hogan was the guest. And, he's, and he put him in like a, a, a sleeper hold or something. Right, because he was saying that, that wrestling was fake. Yeah. He kept saying that wrestling was fake. And so he was like, does this feel fake? And yeah, he and, fucking, and then yeah. he got chewed and the guy had like a brace on for the next Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episodes, it's like. <laughs> those are those are my favorite days of television because uh, it was just like anyway. So well, yeah, that was at the height of like uh, what, uh, Jerry, Jerry. You know, when, I mean, it went from being a morning talk show to being these 
incredible shenanigans of just, you know, bringing about people, bringing people on who want to fight each other, you know? Oh, yeah. And then Morton Downey had a... Had a Morton Downey, oh yeah. I think Morton Downey may have been the one that he choked out. Was it, it was Morton Downey Jr.? Was that was the one? I think maybe it was, yeah. Why do I think, no, I think it was, Richard, was it Richard Belzer? Or, or was, I think it was a comedian. It was, it was, was it, wasn't, was it Belzer or was it, uh, somebody had a show. It might've been Belzer. It might've been Belzer. I don't know. We'd have to look it up. I'm sure it's easy. In fact, let's see. Here we go. Hulk Hogan chokes. Uh, I think it was Richard Belzer. It was like a comedian that, for some reason, had a talk show for like six minutes. And of course, on yeah. show, Hulk Hogan chokes him out. Uh, like, uh, man, those were, that, that was crazy. It was Belzer. Richard, it was Richard Belzer, It right? was Belzer. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, TV host put in sleep. <laughs> and I think you're right. That was during the like early nineties when Belzer had that hot minute where he was the guy. I was just saying that wrestling was fake. That he, I mean, fuck. I wonder how much Hogan, like if Hogan got sued or they sued WWE. I wonder what, like how he even got that. I know he had to settle. Um, also. All right. Sadiq Youssef. That's the guy, my, my buddy. He's the one who has like 10 moms. He grew up with like five moms and the thing. Right, 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 right. Oh, man, he, listen, I think Alex Caceres, I think we have to admit that Alex Caceres is now just a stepping stone guy. He won five in a row, though, before that. I mean, but against who? That's what I'm saying. He's a stepping stone guy. He's a, let's see what the, all right, we'll give him Alex. Alex is a little weird and a little rangy, and if he can get past him, then we'll give him somebody real. And I think that's because when he comes, when he fights guys, like this, like Sadiq, who are, who are right around where he's at, a little bit better than him, he ends up getting, he ends up losing. He ends up getting his butt kicked. I feel like he was like that guy, and then he started beating the guys, and then people started taking him seriously. But this guy, Sadiq, is just, I think, he, I think he's just a badass. He's just a, a fucking badass. By the way, rest Listen, of- Alex had all the range to beat him. He had everything he needed to beat this guy, and Sadiq managed to neutralize that and, and beat him up really good. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. If that's, if that's the way Alex looks when he has to go against somebody that's a little bit higher ranked than him, I think that tells you what you need to know, I mean, about where Alex really is. So, uh, by the way, rest in peace to one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, Razor Ramon, who died. Scott, I saw that. Uh, I, was, I was looking, I, last night I got into like a, a deep dive of Razor Ramon videos, you know. So, those, I didn't even know he was, he was on Twitter. And somebody writes on Twitter one time, they go, Hey, uh, this has been a great day for me. Uh, I, I met the bag guy, Razor Ramon, right? So like the bag, it was the bad guy. So he writes, it's bad guy, you dumb fuck. <laughs> he actually- <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy goes, oh, shit, I'm high, Scott. And he goes, why are you such a dick? And then the guy goes, want to see my wife naked? I feel bad. <laughs> like, what? Quite a conversation. Really, real meeting of the minds there. <laughs> I'm sure his wife appreciates him offering her up, too. Um, also, by the way, Sean Strickland. So, we've got to talk about this. Khalil Roundtree looked like a monster. Uh, Carl Robertson. Um, and then wrote the most inspi- – he made the most inspiring speech afterwards, right? Because he's like, I just want to do something, you know, with my life. Even if it's not MMA related, I want to, I wanna, you know – move people i want to show people you can do whatever you want it was like this beautiful speech um and i was like this guy that's awesome who, who doesn't want to hear this like what a great thing to say so sean except for sean strickland he writes uh 
He goes, that is the gayest shit I've ever seen. And I love bi women. So I've seen a lot of gay. Yeah, you're really special, special little snowflake. This man is the definition of PC beta male. Y'all would hate him. Seriously, being in the same room with him makes me cringe. Then he writes, uh, Khalil cancel cultural roundtree. Khalil Karen roundtree. Khalil, let me speak to your manager roundtree. Khalil, that is not okay, roundtree. Khalil, I'm calling the cop roundtree. Any of these sticking? So I guess they have some kind of personal beef, uh, but <laughs> that's his response to... Well, you know, Khalil doesn't exactly fight like a beta, so I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, you know, it's tragic that the idea that being an alpha male has become about just being a bully, you know, and that, you know, you can be an alpha male and be a great leader. It doesn't mean you have to be an asshole, but apparently that's their idea of what being an alpha male is, just being an asshole. And I, I just hate that that's the definition that's kind of permeated MMA at this point. And Khalil, I listen, you got to, you got to love that second round. I mean, you like, you like to see a street fight. You like to see somebody just go hard. This is what we wanted out of the fucking, out of the main event yeah. that you didn't get. You got it out of that fight, man. And then for him to go on and say, call, after that, I don't know. That doesn't line up. There must be something very, there's definitely something else to that statement. Well, let those two fight. Uh, I, absolutely, absolutely. Get in there, Sean. Go ahead, be the alpha. Go ahead, dude. dude. Let's see it. If you are, let's see it. You know. I mean, let, I mean, that's a great fight, especially because Strickland didn't exactly, you know, his last fight was real boring as shit. It was, you know, after all this, and then, but then he got into, then Sean got into, uh, uh, he he got to a, a road rage incident with some woman. Uh, let me see if I want me to share it with you. <laughs> sure. Because he recorded it. Uh, so he here you go. He goes, uh, he goes, all right. So I'm not even sure. Video. Go call a fuck. Go, do you have a boyfriend or a fucking son you can call over here? Yeah, I do. He works for the government. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Fuck off. Yeah, please do, you fucking dumb bitch. So he goes, I, I went to pass her and she swerved into me and then tailgated my buddy so badly we had to stop for her safety, his safety. And said, she said, this is a private road. No, it's a national forest, LOL. So <laughs> that's John Strickland. Uh, I mean, you know what the thing is? Here's what sucks about this: is I like Sean Strickland. Yeah. You know, I like his story. I like that he was this gym guy that everyone knew could be great, and then he finally started to put it together in the ring, and then it all goes immediately to his head, and he goes around. Now he's picking fights with women over uh, over. Tailgating on a on a on a on a back road in the middle of a for- what? What are we talking about here? You know. Well, somebody, somebody said like somebody had a, had a decent point. I think on the underground they go, "Is he going to be the next Colby Covington or War Machine?" Because he says things like, "Sean, who do you post? You should invest money for your future when you're older. Have a life after MMA. Future, laugh my ass off. Fuck, I want to make it through life without killing myself or someone else." Maybe uh, I should call Roundtree and we could have a good cry and jerk each other off after. Um, like, Colby's not talking about that. Colby, Colby, no, you're exactly right. And I think that guy made, whoever said that, made a very, very uh, smart distinction there between being a heel and, and being a guy that you're, you're, he could possibly end up in the, you know, in the war machine uh, mayhem kind of situation. 
and no one will be able to be like, oh, I didn't see it coming. That's the problem with having these online personas is that sometimes you're like, you don't know if this is really a persona or we're just laughing. With Colby, it's clearly a persona exaggerated. Yes, he's a Republican. Yes, he's a little bit to the right. But it's <laughs> a little bit to the right. Well, Which is fine, though. You know I like Colby. You know I like the character. You know I like the shit talking. You know, I mean, I like Colby Covington. I don't have a problem with it. Voted before Trump. You know, I'm not even sure he even voted for Trump. Like, right. The first time. Like, it wasn't like he was this, like, you know, guy that's always been a conservative that you're just like, oh, that well, that's, that's just him. It's not Nick DiPaolo here, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, is anyone – I remember Nick DiPaolo – Back in the 90s, he used to have posters saying, liberals beware, you know? So, so now when Nick DePaul wrote a comedy special, you're not like, oh, he's, he's riding the wave. No, he's always been this guy. It's yeah. Now he has more of a forum for it. Uh, whereas Colby, uh, you can kind of see that this is kind of a wrestling shtick. But this dude, I don't know if this is like a pro WWE wrestling shtick. I think this dude's like a fucking nut job. Um, and I do li- and I like Sean. He doesn't need to do this because he, yeah, people that were cheering mayhem on all these people that were like, yeah, mayhem, yeah, they're not there for him now that he's in fucking jail. Yeah, and mayhem was listening to these people. I mean, yeah, he listening, he would get 20 YouTube comments. The ones that were like, hey, mayhem, get your shit together, he'd fucking ignore those. The ones that were like, yeah, we're fucking, you know, rebel, blah, blah. those are the ones that would make him fucking, those are my people. I'm like, Jason. Those people, they're gonna, they're gonna, you're gonna get arrested, and they're gonna hop on to the next fucking guy who listens to them. And, yeah. and people that are like all about Strickland right now are just, it's, it's something else. It's, it, it's, it's a representation of a certain, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, anarchy or fucking fuck the man movement. But if you're not really fucking the man, you're, you're, you're fucking this guy up because he's, he's playing for you. He's fucking himself up. And what's gonna happen? Like, I'm interested in from the fighter, not the fucking, you know. The- yeah, I, I mean, listen, everybody handles success differently, you know, and success is, is you can get drunk on it real fucking fast and start believing your own bullshit and taking it too far, and that happens, you know. I mean, everybody handles success differently. I know, you know, it's good that I never really was that successful <laughs> because I definitely would have killed myself. So, you know, me, me never really peeking out as a comedian may have been for the best. It may be the only reason I'm sitting here right now. So I kind of get it, you know? I, I get it too. Uh, but, but I also get like, the way I look at it though, man, if I, if I would have had everything that I wanted so far in life, what would I look forward to? You know, uh, a, lot of yeah. people, a lot of people have had stuff real quick. We, we've seen them. A lot of comedians, they, yep. they, they, they get fucking fast-tracked and then they get burned out and they're fucking done. And they're done. Uh, and, they, and they don't know how to write a joke and they don't know how to uh, keep a relationship. And, they, and it's like some of the happiest people that I met, some of, some of the most miserable people I met were the most famous. And most sure, famous. absolutely. And I wouldn't trade places with them in a fucking heartbeat, even if they, even if they had infinity pools. What's up, people? Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fire coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Now head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
Just use promo code CLNS50 to get started. It's not just basketball, but online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage. And it's the best in the business, okay? From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> there's, like, there's like 10 of them. Yeah. There's, there's like 10 of them. Um, yeah. No, sometimes success can make you miserable. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, I, I want success and I'm doing this so I have success. But I want success because I want my, 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 my kid to be able to eat. And yeah. I, but I also, and I'm talking this in therapy, like, you know, I, you know, I have like, a, I have such a, you know, it's crazy because – I'm always scared that I'm going to go back to the guy that was like, cause you know, I was Chuck, I, I had to play Buzz Lightyear at kids parties or Spider-Man. For right, right. I was, I was stripping for money at one point. I was, well, I was handing out flyers in Times Square in the middle of people were spitting on me. You know, I, I, I had, no, I, I remember going to the bank. I had negative $981 in my account and sure. they wouldn't give me $20 for, I couldn't get a, a meal. I had to look through fucking coins in my fucking couch for food. Yeah. like for, for food. You know, I, I I I did a gig one time in San Diego. I didn't have no money for gas. So it'll get home. Like I had to sell shit to get home on gas. If I would have not had a good set, I'm like, I don't think I'm able to. I made so good in fucking San Diego. Right? Dude, one time I was booked in Alaska and I was so broke. I was down to I was down to I would say thirteen dollars. And I've been negative. I've been hugely negative before too. But this particular moment in time, I had $13. Like, I was like, this is great. This is enough. I can get to the airport, get something to eat at the airport. And then I can get on the plane. And when I land, I can ask for an advance on the week. And they'll give me a little bit of cash. And then I'll be, and plus I can eat there at the club. So I get to the airport, realize I left the $13 <laughs> back at the apartment. So now I have to go through the change dish. And see what I've got in my change dish. And I got I had like 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 three dollars and sixty-five cents or something. And I think I went in there and bought like a Snickers or something because yeah. it's airport prices. So it's like a three dollar candy bar. And I'm like big, you know, paying for it in nickels and dimes and going like that's all I got, Gary. And I like, and that was what I ate the second the guy picked me up. I was like, so you guys like he's like, how much? I'm like, just like a hundred bucks. So I have some walking around money. He goes, okay, good. Because one time I asked somebody how much he needs, and he and he goes, I don't know how much is an eight ball. <laughs> Dude, I was in Japan. I had my my credit card maxed out. Not even really maxed out. Like I might. I was in my overdraft. The overdraft. Oh my god! And you're in another country. And That's another rough. Country. And I'm and I'm and I'm in Tokyo, away from the base, and I can't get back to the base. So I just I had to fucking hop the turnstile on the train to get yeah. to the train. And I'm like, you can catch. I'm the only American there. It wasn't like if anyone was like, who fucking hopped the turnstile. I I didn't blend in very well. Uh, yeah. I remember one time I did a show for the E Channel, and they and they it was in Vegas. And and I didn't have it, and they I got picked up at a limo to go to the hotel, but I didn't have a credit card that worked to check into. That happened to me too. So anyway, the point is, is that if you were to say to that kid, like, "Hey, one day, you know, you're gonna be watching the UFC, and your name's gonna be, and my picture name, Adam Hunter, is at the T-Mobile Arena on the fucking jumbotron," I'd be like, "Holy fuck! Like, that's it's pretty fucking cool." Like, I, I probably yeah. 
I probably wouldn't have believed it, you know, or maybe I would have, but I, I, I would have been like, holy shit, that's... You would have believed it when they would have told you, yeah, it's on the Jumbotron. Nobody's there, but you're going to... Yeah, whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> You'd have been like, that sounds right. That sounds like my path. Yep, yep. No, still on the Jumbotron. No, I know. It was still amazing. I'm just fucking so, with you. So, Come on. So I'm, what I'm saying is like, sometimes you have to look at that and be like, that's pretty fucking cool. But you, obviously you want places to go. You want, you know, you want the whatever, but... But I also like, I know all you people leaving comments and say, where does this podcast have funny? I, it doesn't, okay? It doesn't, it has like, <laughs> it, has, it has listeners on SoundCloud and iTunes, whatever. That's where we have most people. And then YouTube, I, I, I'm pretty sure we got put in a category when we have guys like Hector Lombard and Don Fry and, anti, and some of these other people that were anti-vaxxers and anti-mass. I'm pretty sure that we're not being promoted. Uh, on, on, on many channels. It's pretty much you guys. <laughs> you have to- <laughs> uh, That's so funny because I'm listening to this right now and we're doing it. I'm going, wow, we're not being really funny today. We're really, uh, really, really kind of. Um, but what, no, whatever. The point is, is that it is what it is. Okay. And, and don't equate fucking popularity with quality because it's not the fucking case. All right. Uh, speaking of which, Terrence McKinney. Oh man, that's my friend. I like Drew Dober too. He's my friend also. But McKinney's. Like- I was going to say, why are we talking about Drew Dober and that incredible? That that's one of those fights that's going to be wide up on one of those specials uh, about you know uh, you know incredible comeback knockouts yeah. or whatever yeah. or, or grabbing victory from the jaws of defeat and it's the guys getting their asses kicked and then all of a sudden bang 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 and they win. That was that that fight for Drew Dober and I thought he was out. I thought he was dead meat. And then it was also, I mean, Terrence McKinney didn't argue the stoppage. But in my mind, I felt like they gave Drew a, a lot more of a chance to recover than Terrence. But Terrence was kind of like, kind of just covering up at that point. I kind of turtled up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and he took the fight on one week notice. I think Terrence, I think people don't realize how hard Terrence hits, uh, including Drew Dober. You yeah. know, people are not hitting Drew Dober probably in practice as hard as, as he is. And then I'm like, holy shit, this guy fucking hits hard. Once Drew kind of figured out what was going on, I think Terrence, uh, you know, blew his wad and, and um, was kind of gassed. And also, he has to pace himself. You know, he can't- I, think, I think Drew just knew he was losing that fight and about to get knocked out and started swinging and connected. I mean, I think he just, I, you know, he kind of kind of got lucky. I think he kind of got lucky to pull the comeback, you know. I mean, which is usually what happens when you have these, you know, from the jaws of defeat victories. You know, it's kind of one just lucky, you know, one lucky shot that bring, turns the whole thing around. And I'm kind of feeling that's what happened here. You know, skill-wise, now, who took this on one week's notice, Drew or Terrence? Terrence. Because Terrence, for one week notice, looked like a much more skilled fighter than Drew Dober did. Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to look skilled when you're fucking rocked and you're fucking, you're seeing, you're seeing upside down. Well, I could say, you know, he had one week. Drew had old camp. He should have been ready. I mean, he, I mean, Terrence came out there. I think with more time, Terrence kills Drew Dober. He was a different opponent. It was a different opponent. So Terrence. Drew- that's true. That's true. He's prepping for a different guy. I get that. Yeah. So. Um, but I think, I mean, listen, God bless him. I mean, I was shocked. I was, I, I mean, he was losing that fight and then he managed to come back and he took advantage. That was the other thing though. You got to give him points for taking advantage of the opportunity. So many times these guys get one good comeback shot, slow the other guy down, and then they use it to recover instead of taking advantage of the opportunity to take the other guy out. 
Drew got right on him and just went to town. And that's what you got to do. So you got to give Drew points for that. That's for yeah, sure. I think parents in the future, when he has somebody rock like that, will also be a little more careful. It's easy to like, just get excited. You know, Terrence has just been, I mean, he came from the LFA last year. He, and then he, all of a sudden he knocked out a guy in 17 seconds, 44 seconds and seven seconds. So to him, and then a minute and a half, yeah. what he knows, but not, yeah. not everyone's going to go away as soon as you hit, you punch them. And, and Terrence kind of took a lesson. I, I think, I don't think Terrence stock goes down at all. I think Drew's goes up a little bit. But I'm looking to. I'm looking. I don't know that Drews goes up. If anything, I, even though he won, I think it goes down a little. I don't know. And people are really high on Terrence. Uh, really so yeah, because I think he just. I, I think. I mean, Drew. Drew should have had a much better performance against a guy that just showed up in this league, you know, and yeah, ostensibly he should have uh, should have schooled him. I'm telling you, it's like these women that fight cyborg. They all say, "Oh well, I train with guys, and 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 I'm and I'm ready." I'm like. And then they go, I've never been hit that hard in my fucking life. That's what they all say. Yeah. Like, yeah, because the guys are not trying to knock you out. Or if they're good partners, they're not trying to do that. And, and Terrence, doesn't, Terrence doesn't look like he has that kind of power. You look oh, at him yeah. physically. He looks very thin. He doesn't look like he's going to be able to rock you. You know, much like John Jones. You didn't see that kind of power coming from those hands, but that's what you got. You know, so I don't know. I, to me, yeah, Terrence McKinney's stock remained steady, and Drew's probably went down a little bit. Well, Jones, they haven't gotten it recently since they've been testing. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not talking about recent history. Fuck yeah. well, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like Jones is going to look back and be like, what the fuck happened to my prime? Because, yeah. oh, man. He, hey, you know, speaking of Jones, you know, this Alex Fajaya guy yeah. against Bruno Silva, he reminded me of John Jones in that it seemed like once he figured out he could just to piece this guy up anytime he wanted. He just wasn't going to end the fight. He's like, no, no, no. I'm enjoying punching this guy. And so, because I felt he had many opportunities to finish. And we're just like, no, nah, I'm enjoying punching this guy too much. I'm going to let him stand. I was sort of disappointed because here's a guy that beat Israel Asanya in kickboxing, like knocked him out. And in kickboxing, in like the world of Muay Thai and kickboxing, they talk about this guy like he's – Pele, like he's the legend. He's the guy. He's the Lex Luthor to Superman. Yeah. And I thought that it was closer than I thought it would be. Like the, um, Bruno Silva was landing a lot of punches. And I didn't think, I mean, they talk about this guy like he's, you know, Raymond Daniels or in like that, even a higher level. So I again, know. I think Bruno got because he let him stay in the fight and he wasn't afraid of his punches. He knew he could take his punches. And he was enjoying being able to just pick his shots and hit him whenever he wanted. It, it really felt like a John Jones style fight to me, where it's like I'm not going to knock this guy out because I'm enjoying fucking hitting it. I, I want to see what this guy in the future because um, everyone just keeps talking about this guy. Like I just, he's the guy. He's the guy. I I didn't see it from that fight, but I didn't not see it either. It was one of those. Things, yeah. Okay, he passed the test, but I I want to see I want to see him against. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to. I want to see him again. Now, this week, Volkov versus Tom Aspinali. Uh, okay. Now, uh, Tom Aspinali, this, it's in England. I think they're kind of using Volkov as a way that makes You mean Aspinall? Yeah, Tom Aspinall, right. They're, they're kind of um, looking at him as like, this guy's going to be a, a star, Aspinall. I mean, he's won. Let's see what he's won. He's, uh, Aspinall has – he's won – he's 11-2. and two. He's 11-2, and two, yeah. 
buddy's beating. I don't know what kind of win streak he's on, but. One, two, three. He hasn't lost five. He hasn't lost in a long time. Yeah. He beat Spivak. He beat, uh, beat Arlovsky, Renner Naked Choke. Uh, he beat Alan Bernard. He beat Jake Collier. And- he's on an eight-fight win streak. Okay. Yeah. Nine wins by knockout total out of 11 wins. That's pretty uh, impressive. Volkov, very impressive guy, but is kind of a, a gatekeeper. Yeah. Uh, um, but, I mean, look, he's got wins over Marcel. Oh, yeah, Spivak was a good fight. That was round one, knocked him out. That's right. Arlovsky got him in the second. Arlovsky, I thought, was the real stepping stone fight for him, too. That was the one where I was surprised he was able to submit him. That was an interesting fight. If Aspinall can knock out Volkov, then Britain has a serious star. At yeah. Heavyweight division. Um, I want to see it. I, I mean, I think it's going to be – I'm excited about this fight. Uh, who do I think is going to win if I had to pick it? As much as I hate to say it, I think Volkov wins. A boring, a boring fight. He seems to uh, – I'm not sold on Aspinall yet, and Volkov has, has, has had 44 fights. So 43 <laughs> Well, again, this is a great opportunity for him, just like the – you know, it's a great opportunity for him to show that he's he belongs here and he's the next guy to pay attention to. I mean, but Volkov, yeah, yeah. If anybody is going to slow him down, it's going to be Volkov. Uh, yeah. Now, Allen, Allen, uh, Arnold Allen, who's 17-1, beat Sadiq Youssef, who uh, that was a, a good fight. I couldn't believe Allen won that fight. That was a good fight. I mean, I, I believe he won. Dan Hooker. This is an interesting fight. Nick Lentz, he beat Gilbert Melendez. This dude hasn't lost. I don't think he's lost. In a, he's 17 and one. Look at this. Very, very long time. Uh, he's fighting Dan Hooker, who's been on a tough time. He lost it. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he's, he's been up and down. He lost to Chandler. He lost to Poirier. So he's lost three of his last four. Man. Yeah, but listen to those names. He's not losing to fucking, you know, chumps. He's losing to champs. Chandler and Poirier. You know? Yeah, it's true. Very true. And he beat Nazrat, the guy who looks like uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the, uh, Kelvin Gastelum? Like a, um, who wins this fight? If I'm going to call it, I hate to say it, I like Dan Hooker, but I think Arnold Allen wins. I think he's just on the come up. And uh, I was going to say, I think the momentum is with uh, the Almighty over here. And I, I, I got to agree with you because Dan. Although you know, again, when you look at the names that Dan has been looking at, this could be a get-right fight yeah, yeah, for Dan. Yeah. This could be the kind of fight that's like, look, it's not Poirier. <laughs> you know, like, this, you know, you're, you're the guy I'm going to beat. So oh, this, this, is, this is a – this, I think, could be a little closer and a little harder to call than you would think. By the way, Poirier confuses me because Colby's been calling him out. You know, Yeah, that made no sense. Saying his wife has a kid with Conor McGregor. I mean, he just calls him, you know, swamp. Well, and this is where, you know, it's like, okay, he's been this character, yes, but now he's getting outside of the bounds of, of you know, the, the, the fight talk and even the political talk and now bringing in your wife and shit into it. It's like, now, you know, you, now, now it's getting ugly. Okay, come on. Well, there, there's got to be some kind of a limit to this, well, doesn't there? Here's what I'll get before I was interrupted, but it's okay. I love you. So uh, he's, he says, I don't want to fight him. I don't want to fight him because I don't want him to make money. But if I see him, it's, it's on site. Like, I'm going to fight him on site. And I'm just like, come on, man. Like, why would you not make millions and just risk fucking up? He goes, if I fight him, we're both going to jail. 
and it's on site. I, I don't understand this at all. Like, why not fight and make money and feed your family and take care and, and beat them there as opposed to just fucking them up on, on like the street where it's going to get broken up or you could possibly kill each other, or, you know, do permanent. Damage. Yeah, but a lot of views, a lot of views. <laughs> That's going to be the world's greatest no pay per view. Uh, and Colby's not going to fight him on site. I don't think he's not a street fighter. He doesn't. He doesn't like to. I mean, he, why would he do that? Um, I don't know. He said it. I believe it. So yeah, I don't know, man. Um, That's very weird. But yeah, I'd like to see them actually fight, though. I really would. I mean, even though it's uh, you know, they I guess maybe find a catch weight. No, I, yeah, a catch weight. But I think what he's trying to say is, I hate this guy so much. I don't want him making money off me. Right. So instead, I want to fuck him up, but he's not going to make any money. Which I, I understand a sentiment, but bro, you, but you make money too. Uh, you both make money. And so, I don't know. Um, Patty Pimlet. So everyone, this is like the next big guy. He's a guy that looks like Oasis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, you know oh, this is, this is in London, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah that, I was going to say, anytime you, any you see him load up on the British fighters, I'm like, this has got to be in London. It's the only time they do this. So, yeah, O2 Arena. There you go. So, so what time does it start? Yeah, so it starts at 1 in the afternoon here. The main card is at 1 in the afternoon. Is that right? Yeah. The prelims start at which, can I be honest? I love this. I love it. I love getting up, making breakfast, watching the prelims, getting drunk in the afternoon, watching the main card, and then I have my whole night still to go out and do a show or something. I'm going to be on a, a, a cruise ship, so it's fucking perfect. Yeah. So I like land at six in the morning or something, and then, like, you know, I have such a love-hate relationship with cruise ships. It's like, on one hand, I get to create so much because I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Yeah. I write just hours of new material. I have nine shows. Uh, and the same crowd comes to every fucking show, so they get mad if, if like, you do the same thing. You're repeating jokes, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm doing two different 30-minute clean sets and four different 30-minute dirty sets, right? So that's, that's three hours of jokes, right? And yeah. I have all the time, and then the part of me, it's like, look, I'm getting paid, you know, thousands of dollars to go to Mexico and Aruba, and this one I get to go to uh, Honduras, um, I get to go to, I think I'm in Honduras and I go to, uh, uh, Belize. Right. But I'm in a fucking room, like, you know, as big as like this room is like twice. I mean, you're, you're stuck there and I can't, yeah. I can't sleep. Food's great. Fucking food's great. Right. And you can order as much food as you want. Right. Like it's right. unlimited food. Yeah. Unlimited food, unlimited gym. But you just, but you, but you do feel like you're just stuck there. You know, you're just like, you're just. Oh, stuck. that's because you are stuck there. That's why I'm like. Well, and that's what I always said about cruise ships. The thing about cruise ships, they pay very well because they're buying your life. You can't do shit else for the time that you're on that boat. You don't have great internet. You can't do anything streaming, you know, and, and you can't audition for anything. You can't show up to nothing. You can't, there's well, nothing. I can, I can audition because everything's not fucking. Well, right it. now when it's just making a tape and yeah, you know, yeah. you can send it in, it's a little differently. But prior to this time, you know, they wanted you in there and guess what? In room auditions are back. I went on a first call in room audition yesterday. So yeah. the, 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 the time of all tape stuff is starting to wind down, which is going to, again, it's going to make it harder to be on the ships. Yeah. I still love hate. I mean, my cruises would be great. If you could just I have a hate hate. So <laughs> drive up to the ship, to the ship, to the ship to do your gig and drive home. 
Yeah. Great. Um, all right. So he's fighting uh, uh, Kazula Vargas. Who just has a win over Rong Zhu. Um, <laughs> that sounds like something they say when you, <laughs> when you take a bad field trip. Like, what happened? Rong Zhu, guy. Rong Zhu. Dude, I, uh, uh, so, I mean, look, they're trying to give him a – I feel like they're trying to build up Patty, so they're giving him a guy. Uh, but this might not be the guy to build him up against. I mean – Yeah. That'll win. He's got some – he's, what, 11 and 5? Uh, yeah, he's 11 and 5. 12 and 4 was what I see, but I guess uh, – anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Patty Piblet was fucking rocked his last fight. He was getting killed. And then yeah. He came back. I'm not sold. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I like Patty Pimlet. His chin is straight up in the air, his last fight. And he, and he anybody with more power would have just had him out. Or yeah. So it's exciting, sure. But I don't know. We got to see. Uh, Gunnar Nelson's back. Um, he's fighting <laughs> Takashi Sato. Uh, Sato is, I think, oh, he lost an arm triangle. He beat Jason Witt. He lost to Bilal Maharton. He beat Ben Saunders. Um, yeah, he has Sato's. A, he's had a crazy career. Um, Gunnar Nelson, that dude, like, what, what's he been up to? He lost to Gilbert Burns. To the, he hasn't fought in three years. I was gonna say, I feel like I, I feel like we haven't heard his name in forever. Yeah, he lost. Three I years. thought I, honestly, I thought I'm surprised to see him back in the UFC. I thought if we saw his name again, it would be in you know like PFL or, you know, maybe Bellator or something. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm a little shocked to see him in a, in a UFC match. Well, he's like one of the only guys from, was he from Finland? G- uh, Iceland. 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 Dude, I've actually been to Iceland. I did comedy and I, no, I've been to Greenland. Uh, I'm wrong. I've been to, I always get them confused. I've been to Greenland doing comedy. There was yeah. like, like 40 people in the whole country. Foxes everywhere. And uh, I did comedy for the military there. And they were sitting there, like the biggest telescope in the world. They're looking for aliens all day, right? And like things, UFOs. I'm like, so have you guys, or, or missiles. I'm like, have you guys seen anything? They're like, no. I'm like, when? They're like, in the last 40 years. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's keep looking. Uh, these guys are drunk. There's some fun girls, though. Fun, drunk uh, military girls. Um, I love that. You know, that's the thing about anything, any place where it's remote. It's like the rules of society just do not apply. It's like Alaska. It's like if you want to just work out all day or drink all day, nobody cares. Nobody's coming. There's no one to help you. (laughs) They're just fucking up there just living their lives. Speaking of which, Don Fry is an hour and five minutes late to the podcast. A guy who doesn't – society just doesn't affect him. Don, how are you, man? I'm good, sweetheart. How are you? Good. Yeah, but, uh, did you know the podcast was uh, started an hour ago? No, I did not. I did oh. not. All right. So, what time is it over there? It's uh, twelve o'clock over there now. Uh, nope. Four o'clock here. All right. So, so now we start. We start at twelve. So, so uh, we start at twelve your time here. All right. We're on the same time zone. What you're trying to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those weird times because Arizona doesn't have daylight savings. So there are certain times of the year where we're at the same time, and then there are other times of the year where we're separated by an hour. I never know which which time of the year is which, and it has fucked me so many times <laughs> driving yeah. to gigs in Arizona thinking I'm going to arrive at 6, and instead I arrive at showtime. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, all right, let's fucking do it. I'm here, let's go. Oh, fuck. 
So uh, also on this card uh, is um, Nikita Krylov, who yeah. he um, he lost his last fight to Ankalaev. He beat Johnny Walker, lost the split decision to Glover Teixeira, beat OSP, lost to Jan Bokovic, beat Fabio. He fought some good guys. Uh, he is fighting Paul Craig, the Bear Jew. Yeah. He's a guy that, like, you think is going to lose wins. He, he knocked out Jamal Hill's last fight. Yeah. Knocked out Shogun. Uh, beat Antolilov. He uh, he drew with Shogun also. Lost to Alonzo Menafield. But, yeah, he also beat Ankalaev with one second left. Um, so, uh, that's that's crazy. By the way, uh, Don, we were talking before that um, – uh, Putin, Elon Musk yeah. called out Putin to, for a fight. Um, and then, uh, what's his name? Jake Paul said he'll put it on his, uh, on his pay-per-view. Who do you think wins that fight? Oh, I bet he would put it on his pay-per-view. <laughs> right? I know. The Ukraine wins that one, you know? Or maybe they lose it. <laughs> yeah, they said the winner gets, winner gets Ukraine. I, I would say Putin wins, right? He's got a black belt in judo and karate and... Yeah, yeah, and he's a, and, he's a, and I'm guarantee you he's gonna get coked up before the fight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even think about that. Um, how many guys? Yeah, every, everything. How many guys back in Pride got coked up for the fight? I don't. Know. You don't know? All right. You know. What was that, Don? They tested for street drugs, they're not for steroids. Oh god. You know, it says it said in your contract, we do not test for steroids. <laughs> That's oh, a hell of a contract. I would like I'd like to reverse contract. Yeah. We test for steroids, not for street drugs. <laughs> I'd be like, That's the organization for me. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> also on this card is uh Molly Meatball Molly McCann. She's got a ton of heart. Uh, she's fighting Luana Carolina. I don't know, but I, I like Meatball. Jack Shore, who's 15-0. and 0, He's fighting Tamir Valuev, uh, who's coming off a win in uh, over Ronnie Barcelos. Uh, what about also- Maquan Birkani coming up yeah. there versus Mike Grundy? That's uh- – Maquan got knee to death his last fight. You know, remember- I know. He's been up and down, huh? Wow. Just like the girl blowing him. Um, <laughs> Still Cody, one of our greatest interviews. The best. And Cody Durden, he's the guy that um, said he wanted to send the guy back to China. And everyone got really mad at him because he beat a guy from China and he sent him back to China. And then the internet flipped out. So he's fighting a guy who's 4 0 from Russia, Muhammad Mokayev. They call him the Punisher. But I think Cody wins this fight. I do. I. Uh, I he actually got really mad. He's like, "Want me to go fuck him up on on my Twitter after that happened?" But I, I for some reason I'm I'm picking Cody in this one. Um, yeah, he's a Russian fighter, so they I, tough to pick against. So I don't know. We'll see. Fights does Cody have? What was that? How many fights does Cody have? Cody has tw- uh, sixteen fights. The, the other guy has four. Right. Yeah. Right. I I go with Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So and also also so that's uh that's some some stuff that you know what I'm gonna go ahead and pick Makayev on this one just so somebody does and we'll see how this works out we will re- <laughs> review this next week. <laughs> <laughs>
So, all right. So we got uh, also what, what uh, Bellator was last week. Phil Davis won his fight. So that was that was really cool. Congrats to Phil Davis. That's cool. And then, um, so yeah, the, congrats. So amateur MMA fighter passed away. How'd that happen? Uh, after fighting this weekend in West Springfield. Uh, it was his amateur debut. Ugh, yeah, that sucks. Oof, debut fight. Damn. They, they, uh, who knows what happened, you know? I was going to say, yeah, you got to see the tape on that. Maybe it was a late stoppage. They let him take too many shots, or maybe it was just a big, fat knee to the face. I mean, it's, you never know. So Kevin Holland stopped a restaurant shooting today. A gunman opened fire in a Houston restaurant last night. 40, 50 people were inside. Three men immediately took the gunman down, subdued him, and took his gun away. Nobody was injured. One of the heroes, Kevin Holland. So good for Kevin Holland. See, to me, that's being an alpha male. There you go. That's, that's doing it right. That's being a superhero right there. I can't believe he got to put the uh, tape down. Normally, he is wrestling. Is <laughs> hey, there's a punchline for you, kids. So, uh, that's, that's good for him. Uh, that, that's awesome. Uh, so, Cain Velasquez is having Mark Garagos defend him. You know Mark Garagos? He's a famous lawyer. Um, he just Oh, right. I, I think he defended Michael Jackson, but he, yeah. but he, but he lost to Justice, Justice Smollett was his, uh, but how do you defend Justice Smollett? I mean, that like, I mean, that guy, that was just dumb. I don't know if there's a lawyer in the world that could, uh, no, at that point you're just doing it for publicity because apparently that's what he was doing it for anyway, too. That was, that's still one of the strangest, stupidest fucking things you've ever heard of. So, uh, James Tony claims that, Randy Couture to to avoid the rematch. Uh, Don, any thoughts on that? <laughs> James Tony, that was the fact. He says that Randy Couture retired to avoid the rematch with him. Uh, he, he, that was like the funniest, right? When he just took him down and he just fucking uh, uh, what did he arm triangle him? And Tony was wearing like flip flops. And he had a weapons specialist train him, which was crazy because he's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that at all. Uh, Don, is your, is your Wi-Fi okay? Uh, kind of, yeah, I think so. Like, as long as I don't move. Uh, <laughs> as long as you don't move, too. Nice. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. Nobody move! So, uh, so what did you say about a rematch? Um... So uh, James Tony says that uh, Randy Couture retired to avoid the rematch. <laughs> didn't he? Didn't wait a minute? Didn't Couture like just take him down and Tony just lay there with his legs sticking out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had no idea what he was doing. So, yeah, uh, I feel like he would love the chance to do that again. <laughs> so Jake Shields called out Barack Obama. Um, I'm. <laughs> So Barack Obama tweeted this. Can we just pause for a second and thanks Jake Paul for ruining America. Go ahead. Well, he didn't really call him out, but he said, I just tested positive for COVID. That's what Obama said. I've had a scratchy throat for, the last, for a couple days, but I feel otherwise. Michelle and I are grateful to be vaccinated and boosted. She tested negative. It's a reminder to get vaccinated if you haven't already, even as cases go down. To which Jake Shields responded, I got my girlfriend pregnant while wearing a Trojan condom. But thankfully, I was wearing a condom. <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, 
<laughs> oh my god. Thoughts, Don Fry. What? Uh, thoughts on this? Oh my god. I, I go with Jake Paul. I like Jake Paul's answer. You know, so. uh, that was Jake Shields. Jake Shields. Jake All right, I don't give a shit. Jake Shields. <laughs> exactly. He's like, fine, Jake Shields answer that. That's the one, yeah. Uh, Greg, no, Hardy. Greg Hardy's been released by the UFC uh, after getting, you know, I think he went 0-3 his last three fights. Uh, you know, best of luck to Greg Hardy. I, th- I think I think someone, somebody will pick him up. I mean, he's a name. Oh, absolutely. He's the kind of name that – and he should have started in the lower leagues. He never should – it's one of those guys – that never should have started at the highest level, should have started out with some, and win a few fights down there before trying to move up to the UFC. It was dumb to throw him in the deep end of the pool. Even though he's big and strong and, and heavyweight, you can get away with that in some early matches. It doesn't matter. You're really building nothing until you come up through some, you know, through a smaller league first and really learn how to fight. Yeah. I mean, the problem is he was knocking everyone out so quickly, you know, um, and then they offered him a contract. It's like, I mean, I mean what, do you, what do you do? And I mean, the heavyweight division, out of all the divisions, is probably the easiest way to get away, like get around that. You can get guys yeah. that aren't really ready. Um, so Tim Elliott is saying cheated to win at UFC 272. How did he cheat? He goes, one has been, here's another. Tim Elliott did so. Uh, he goes, he, he uh, how did he cheat? He, what? He said that um, what did he what did he do? Uh, I don't want to read all this. This is a great article. This is going great. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, what about MV, MVP has a big fight coming up in Bellator, doesn't he? Does he? Oh, yeah. Oh, not till May. That's not till May. But yeah, he's yeah, fighting, I was just yeah, he's fighting somebody good. Yeah, no, that looks like it's going to be a good Bellator. Actually, well, I mean, they've got some. Listen, Bellator sometimes has some really great fights in here. So um, now, now McKee Pitbull too. That'll be fun. That yes, that will, yeah. The first one, uh, McKee just fucking ran through him. Yeah. So and now you're looking for a Cyborg. That's where she is now. So you know Bader versus Congo. They got some good fights coming up down here in Bellator. I may have to uh, uh, bootleg those fights. <laughs> I'm not getting Showtime just to see them, but you know I, I may bootleg them. So Diego Sanchez, by the way, lost over the weekend to Kevin Lee, but he looked better. He actually looked better than he has. He lost every round, but he looked better. So he says he, he wants two more fights, he said. Uh, he feel like being away from the sport. He, he also had pneumonia. He had double pneumonia. He had blood clots in his legs. He barely released in the hospital. Well, yeah, but he's hardworking. He got the call from Ali. Uh, so, yeah, he um, – he says he, 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 two more, I don't know. I mean, have him fight some other guys that are also kind of up there. Don't have him fight young guys, please. Come on. Um, all right, what else do we got? Uh, TMZ. Oh, oh, by the way, who do you think wins? Uh, Kanye West or Pete Davidson, Don Fry? I don't give a shit about that. Dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Uh, no, no, the dumbest thing you would have heard in your entire life was us actually analyzing it as a real fight at the beginning of the fucking show. I wish you'd been here for that. You would have saved us 10 minutes. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what else is going on? Um, oh, 
Uh, Caitlyn Jenner has signed with Celebrity Boxing. Um, she's one word. <laughs> Finally. Oh my God! We can put this to rest. Finally, get to see Caitlyn Jenner in the ring. No, no, no. Listen, she's just announcing. She's just, oh, just announcing. I thought we were gonna get to see he her fight. <laughs> no, no, she's just announcing. But they're looking for transgenders to fight and for her to to call, call it, to do announce. It. Yeah, yeah. D- Don, will you? Oh, so now, now the only ones that can uh, call a tranny fight is a tranny, huh? I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know exactly. But I think that Don and Caitlin would be a great duo, no? What? I think you, I think you and Caitlin would be a, a great duo. Announcing duo, no, for sure. No, I don't think so. I don't uh, listen, think so. I'm sure nothing inappropriate would be said in any direction. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that'd be, you know what, if our, I, I don't bet a lot, but if I had to, if I had one lock, for that particular lineup, it would be that uh, Caitlin doesn't finish the broadcast. That would be that would yeah. be my lock of that. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree. I think, <laughs> I think she finishes Don. I, I, I think, oh hell! I think halfway through Don just says, "Ah, fuck it, why not?" Uh, <laughs> a pussy's a pussy, even if it's a butthole. You only live once. Fuck it, I've had worse. Fuck it. <laughs> Not that bad. Not that bad. No. Not that bad. It'll never be that bad. Not for Don Fry. Fuck no. No. Can't get that drunk. I'm I'm trying to keep the podcast going because Don's on. But I I I know. I know. It's like, dude, we're at a 120 here. So we run out of things to talk about. I mean, we're now talking about Caitlyn Jenner um, doing celebrity boxing. By the way, Don, I gotta say, last week I I must have played you what you would do to a pedophile and how you would kill them to at least 20, yeah. different, 20 people. And they all think that you're the, the manliest fucking, like you should be writing novels or, or making <laughs> because they were- beyond- Or at least torture manuals. I had to give my wife yeah. a for like, um, I don't know, an hour after that. She's like, no, I'm gonna have Don Fry nightmares. Uh, the whole- <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that was unbelievable. Now they're called fantasy sweetheart, not nightmares. There fantasy. you go. There it is. That's the of truth. Course. Of course, of course. Um, so, uh, so Ankalaya says he intentionally dragged his fight with Tiago Santos to the scorecards. Well, why would he do that? Uh, why would he? Why would he do that? Um, I don't understand that. Uh, McGregor posted a video of him boxing. And Jake Paul was like, I would knock you the fuck out. No lie. Even Henry Cejudo said, you got to keep your hands up. Uh, man, it's crazy how, like, a couple of years ago, people were betting millions of dollars that McGregor would knock out Mayweather. And now he's just getting trolled. Yeah. Right. Which is... Uh, of course. It's, just, it's crazy. It, it, it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, well, I have to go. Uh, <laughs> as much as I would love to stick around for more of this. <laughs> All right, I also have a time limit here, man. So, well, listen, uh, I love you guys. Hey, okay, call your probation officer, huh? Exactly. <laughs> I gotta exactly. I gotta report back to the to the halfway house at one thirty. So I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Anything coming up? I'm back here in LA, and I got uh, things all weekend. Although I don't know what, so that's what's up with me. Don, what about you? Uh yeah, but um, 
not liberty to say right now. I gotta you know, keep it hush hush. It's all top, <clears throat> you know. Oh, okay. All right. I like it. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Well, uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I will see you guys later. I love you guys. Follow me at 100 comedy.com, out of comedian. Take care and have a great week. Bye, guys.